podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ever since we started this podcast, people have been asking us for advice. Usually it's about what teams to bet on that week. The truth is, we don't know who's going to win. Just check our picks. But if you do, you need to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why we always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust us, they're going to be the best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is super easy. When you win, they pay. It's as simple as that. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar for up to 1000 bucks. Plus 25 if you use our promo code BOYS25. That's capital B-O-Y-S 25. Visit MyBookie today. You play, you win, you get paid. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. We're back. The Bosco's boys were in our original studio back at Grant's Manor. We're back. Um, back in our comfort zone here. Yes, um, where it all started right here. Um, and this actually, because we're out on your patio, this is where I taped the very first episode because back in the good old uh, bumpers days, we couldn't be in the same room. Uh, so this is exactly where I did it, this exact spot, so it's nice to be back. Uh, no beer of the pod this week because um, I don't think either one of us did enough homework on the weather because it was extremely hot, extremely sunny. Hydration is something you have to do leading up to the game. Um, neither one of us did it. I think I'm, I'm speaking for myself, maybe for you as well. I, I got dehydrated towards the end of the game. I was pounding uh, water up in the East Club and... Uh, so no beer at the pod today, I'm, I'm, and I'm okay with it. I was absolutely dying yesterday, and, you know, coupled with the fact that, you know, we were pounding beers with the Boneheads at our, our first ever uh, Bosco's Boys tailgate. I mean, oh, yeah, speaking of that, that was so much fun. It was um, great. We got to see see some of the heavy hitters. Yeah, I got to see some of the most loyal and greatest Boneheads. The entire KSO crew stopped by, first time getting to meet uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Derek Young, and then... Uh, Matt Hall and Flando, who you got to spend a lot of time with on Friday. Yes, we hung out. I stayed over at Matt's place. Lovely place. Lovely. Just what a lovely flam- family. Yeah. It, love it, the halls. Yes, love the halls. Love KSO. It's, it's, uh, it was just a fun overall event. We, we were throwing back Coors Lights, Bud Selects. Uh, there was some wine being passed around. I think there were some Red Bull vodkas. Uh, the champagne didn't get broken into, so still holding no, like, no. A lot, way too much orange juice and some champagne. So maybe uh, I might have a mimosa today. Who yeah, knows? Maybe I will too. Um, while we're watching Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs, but yeah, so it's great. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I think we're definitely going to do it again. I don't know about this season. I wouldn't mind maybe trying to do it this season for a conference game where it's a little bit cooler, but it's it, definitely going to be something that we do again Yes, um, at some point. If there is a conference game y'all really want us to do, uh, reach out, let us know, so we can start searching for parking passes. Um, probably not Oklahoma State because I do believe I saw on the KSO boards they're going to have a meetup that day. So I would probably say that one's out, but, you know, and Texas might be tough because it's a quick turnaround, but KU game later on in the season, 
Yeah, uh, that might be that might be good, Maybe but I'm that's late. I don't know. I fear. I mean, we definitely should try to avoid if at all possible, which might be tough. But like an 11 a.m. game, that would be pretty difficult. Well, seeing that you don't find out, until I know like that's why it would before, be tough. So, I don't know. Boneheads, let us know. Get in contact. Is this something you want to do again? Is there a game that you'd like to do? Um, it's probably come come down to the Texas Tech or KU game. Uh, but we 100% will do at least one of these next year as well. And we're going to get talking about some stuff for basketball. But uh, let's just kind of jump into it. Um, we're going to go straight into the game highlights. Um, 41-17, we ended up covering the spread, something I don't think either one of us thought we were going to do. I predicted it. I said we oh. would cover. Oh, yeah, you did. Sorry. And I was going hard on the cover. So yeah. I was very happy. Hopefully, um, hopefully you did on my bookie where now you can get an additional <laughs> 25 bucks on your deposit. Um, that's right. That's right. Bet, bet the farm. Uh, it's a good thing you guys didn't bet all the tacos in San Antonio on us not doing it. Like I said, <laughs> I was happy with it. Alex Barnes got into the end zone for the first time, punching in from uh, close. Uh, you know, we got a couple field goals. The defense turned the roadrunners over late in the game to get a, another touchdown in the half. Uh, Skylar Thompson, he threw for, what, two touchdowns, both of them beautiful passes. Yeah, put him right in the bucket, um, especially on that Schoen one. Um, you know, Schoen's stepping up, which I'm liking, I'm liking a lot, um, kind of rolling into his last season's form. Um, he's kind of like a big play guy, which is kind of surprising. But it's great because it opens up things for other receivers if he can step up in that role. Yeah, it really would be. Um, Skylar also, he had a 42-yard Run um, for t- or no, not forty two. I think it was about forty. Was it? was it forty? Yeah. No, I think no, so. no. It was like twenty eight. Hold on, I have it written down here somewhere. I don't know. Um, well, <laughs> it, it was it was the game. It was I know it was the game game's longest run. I lied. I didn't write it down. It was a pretty long uh, run. It was the longest run of the game. He scored a touchdown. Um, we could just call it forty yeah, and whatever. then just be wrong. Yeah, well, we can be wrong. Uh, Blake Lynch hit another forty two yard field goal and then. Uh, you know, Delton connected with Zuber on a large one third quarter, and then UTSA got some garbage points towards the end. Yeah. Um, just macro level before we start hitting all the position groups and the questions, uh, what stood out to you about that game? Um, <laughs> that's a pretty broad question. Um, it was supposed to be. We're, we're going to drill down a little bit later. What so. stood out to me? Uh, gosh, I don't know. I thought we played relatively well across the board. Still... Both lines still concerning to me. Um, that's probably what stood out the most. Uh, offensive lines really still struggling pretty badly to establish themselves in the run. I think their pass protection is pretty good, but also on the D line, those D tackles are they're struggling. Um, you know, I'd hope to see a major improvement at least from the D tackles. Obviously, we didn't get bullied like you know we did last week, um, but those guys on the inside are. They're just losing battles and getting spread out, and it's not a good sign, especially yeah. against UTSA. Yeah, and another thing, I don't know if we will touch on this anymore, but I'm concerned about the two turnovers by the quarterbacks. Um, I mean, Delton was only in there for a few series. He turned the ball over. I think it might have even been Skyler's last play of the game. He turned it over. Uh, it's concerning to me. But let's just roll that into talking about the quarterbacks Skyler's line ended up looking super good. 13 of 18, 221 yards, two touchdowns. He led all rushers in the game with 66 yards. Those were 14 carries. He did have that one turnover, but then the rushing game or rushing touchdown. 
Um, what did Skyler's game say to you this week? It says to me that at least, you know, I think it's safe to say Skyler the guy now. Skyler's the guy. Well, I mean, I, I think it proves Quite so. clearly. I, I mean, he played with so much more confidence. Yes. I, I just really wonder what that first game would have looked like if we would have just said from the beginning, Skyler's the guy, and just rolled with him. I don't think anything really changes that Mississippi State game. But if 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 you just hand him to the keys, and you're not trying to play this quarterback roulette, I think it would have been a whole different first game, and I think overall confidence in the program might be a little bit better if that was the case. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Skyler, he needed this. Um, although it was it was UTSA, he's young, but these reps are like, really great for him and you can tell that he's learning learning the game so much faster now that he has those consistent snaps um although we may not have a great year i feel good about the program being like in skyler's hands now and then going into the future so that's that's a positive i'll take away yep um and then as far as delton yeah i was gonna say i mentioned it earlier i mean first off he only had six yards he carried the ball four times um, he he had that one good pass to Zuber, but at the end of the day, Zuber just shook the dude. And, I mean, know, he was wide lot, open. A lot of quarterbacks are going to make that throw. I I think it's almost to the point, and we have a question from uh, good bonehead SL Keck a little bit later that touches on this, but I'm almost getting to the point where I don't even know if we need to be giving him packages because Skyler's proven he can run the ball and given the opportunities versus a very poor UTSA team, Skyler couldn't run the ball. Yeah. Um, you mean Delton? Whoops. Delton, Delton couldn't run the ball. Yes, yes. Delton could not run but, the ball. Um, That's my fault. The phones are buzzing. We're getting tons of <laughs> notifications from all the boneheads on Twitter, so I need to just mute my phone so I'm not distracted by, you know, I think we just got our 100th retweet on a single tweet, so just the boneheads love us. I love the boneheads back. But, um, yeah, Delton – I thought, you know, when he came in, he hit that pass. And I was like, that's great. This is going to be good for his confidence. But, you know, the collective or the looking at it at his performance in a macro level, I don't know if he's really gained any confidence from that performance. Um, he's just really regressed. It's kind of kind of weird. But yeah, and it's sad because I, I, I still think he has the he's obviously tools talented. To be a, yeah, he has the tools to be a weapon, but he just can't do it and it, it makes me sad um speaking of making me sad the <laughs> offensive line um let's get it out of the way pass protection was good it's solid like, they have solid, solid pass protection um, and but, they have all year pretty much yeah but what wh- what is going on with the with with the run blocking we had 3.7 yards per carry versus a pretty pretty bad conference usa team uh that's just not good enough. What is going? What is going on? I don't know. I mean, at this point, you have to kind of maybe think that were we massively overhyped. I mean, and it's key, there's key guys that you'll watch if you watch, you know, specific players. Even guys like Reisner aren't winning the battles that you would want them to win. It's frustrating, and we're about to step into the, a gauntlet where, you know, hopefully. Hopefully, when we step into the Big 12, we'll have more success running because I feel like defenses are designed to stop the pass. So maybe, maybe it'll the pendulum will swing a little bit for us. But I don't. Ex- I, from what I've seen so far, I don't expect to see much next Saturday. And you mentioned the key guys, Riser. He's not winning his some battles on the outside, but. I, I do think the majority of the issues on the ins- interior. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's time to. I mean, granted, I think the time for experiment 
experimentation's gone. But I almost would have liked to see just let's just shuffle everything, move Reisner to center, start Revis, uh, you know, just anything to try to get a little bit more push on the inside. It's it's just almost embarrassing how hyped up we took this unit in the off season and they can't even get a push versus what ultimately might be a one win UTSA team. Yeah, it's it's concerning for sure. And that's really there's not much you can do if you can't have a line. You're only as good as your line, you know. And we can we can talk about the running backs, but I mean not a great day for the running backs really. Our no. our best runner was the quarterback. Yeah, and here's the thing, Alex Barnes he ran with such, you know, conviction versus Mississippi State. I didn't quite see that today. No. He almost looked like he was running a little tentatively. I don't know if – I don't think he's hurt, but, I mean, he, he – I don't think he broke a single tackle. I feel like every time he got touched, he went down. He went east-west too much. And Yes, he, that's what I wanted to say. He what, uh, just run. What I want to see from Alex is run north and south because every time – when he runs, he struggles so badly when he's, like – Running laterally, He's I not mean, he shifty. Just doesn't have just, the speed for that. And just put your jets on full blast and try to run people over. I mean, maybe you can make one little move to try to make a guy miss, but fact of the matter is, you do that, you're losing yards. Put your head down, put your shoulder down, run as hard as you can, and pick up four or five yards a carry. And then sometimes, if the offensive line can ever get to the second level, then you're you know getting a 15 yard carry just running straight. It, it's just frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's not. It doesn't. It's not his style. And maybe it's the line that's making him. That's forcing him to kind of run laterally. He's not getting those holes that are opening up. But you know, he doesn't have the ability to run laterally. He's not explosive enough, and it's just not great. I'd like to see Warmack more. I mean, yeah, I was, really would like to see Warmack. Yeah. So Warmack, he had 24 yards on five carries. He had the longest run of a running back with 12 yards. Barnes as long as uh, ten. Um, just get the guy into space. He he is. Is it a so blocking talented. issue? Is I, that why we're not playing Warmack? Because we don't think he's good in the pass block or what? Well, I, I don't he know. Because he needs I, to touch the ball more. He's. I don't know, but he, I I remember vividly on uh, the play that Skyler threw to Zuber to end the half for that touchdown. Warmack made a great block on the defensive end that then allowed Skyler to step up and then make that throw. So I don't think that's it. Speaking of that, Silman. He had he was only out there for like five or six plays, but two of those plays were pass plays where he just whipped. Yeah, I think and I'm I think starting to understand why. why he's not playing. Exactly. Yes, it, he I, he missed some some key pass blocks, and you know you know Bill is such a stickler with that type of stuff. And I mean, shoot, we had a five star running back in Bryce Brown that didn't ever see the field because he yeah. you know he couldn't he didn't want to pass block, and he was clearly probably our best running back, but. Not to say that Silman is, but you know that's probably indicative of what is going on for for Justin Silman. But I, it's just I, concerning, and it, and I think it's a lot of it probably has to do with the line. But I don't know. We when we saw Barnes break into the team, and when everyone was so high on Barnes, it was because he was such a good north south runner. He would see a hole and just hit it, put his head down, and just use his strength for five plus yards every time. And now we don't see that. It's like. The play's slow to develop, and he's just gets stuck laterally. You see him get like tackled from behind all the time, which is it's frustrating. But I don't know. He did have that thirty-yard reception. Um, I liked that in the game, and i I want to I want to really start incorporating the running backs in the passing game. But we'll move on. Um, 
Speaking of the passing game, receivers, you know, Zuber was the class. Two scores, seven reception, 144 yards. Ruger, seven different receivers touch the ball? Yeah, but here's here's the point I want to make. Then Reuter had two catches. Reuter, actually. Reuter. Reuter. Yes, Reuter. that's what Matt Hall learned me this weekend. Oh, wow. It's, it's Reuter, and I've been saying it. We've all been saying I've been it wrong saying, this yeah, whole time. Right, Reuter. I know. Please correct me every time I do okay. it wrong. Reuter. He had two catches, but then... The remaining five folks who caught a pass only caught one ball. Yeah. Uh, it's good you're spreading it around, but I think what that tells you is still consistently Zuber's the only one who can get open on a consistent basis. Pretty much. Um, you know, I thought we did a decent job today, or, well, yesterday creating more separation. I think it's more indicative of how poor UTSA secondary is, but it was good to see. What I like to see was, you know, we u- we utilized – all of the field in the passing game, which was nice to see. We spread it around, not just to different receivers, but to literally locations, not on the, like, we're usually, we seem to pass to the edge a lot. We started working the middle of the field a lot better. It was nice to see. Um, Gammon got a, he got a nice little, I think maybe five or six yard, maybe it was more, but a nice little tight end, you know, curl route in the middle. Um, if he can be a reliable receiver in that route, that does open up some stuff for our wide receivers. Um, do you have anything else on the offense before we move to the defense? No, let's go to the D. Defense, defensive line, I think you already We already kind of touched on it. I mean, the middle is getting just dominated. We really it, miss Will Carey. It's yeah, insane. And I think, I think we had touched on it. We were going to miss him. Um, I think the general public didn't realize how much we were going to miss him, and even I probably didn't realize how big it was going to be because of all the people in the spring and early in fall camp, it was uh, Trey Deshaun who Bill gushed about the most. So I was thinking, all right, you know, he'll step up. He's been almost invisible. I um, certainly did not expect us to miss Will Geary as much as we have. I thought we would. You know, Will was a stud, clearly. I mean, he had the honors to, sh- to back it up, but – they got to figure something out at the at the tackle position because those there's huge gaps. Just and it, we can segue right into the linebackers. It's not allowing them to do their job. I mean, they're putting linebackers on an island, and when you have those massive gaps, they can't fill those even with the extra extra athleticism that we have this year. Well, and speaking of the extra athleticism, no Elijah Sullivan. No. So, Which I'm okay so, with, actually, well, unless yes, it's, you know. Unless it's more serious, but Bill did blatantly lie to us in his press conference. Nothing new from the old man, but he <laughs> said that he was going to play. He didn't. Um, and I think that also and, – and Patton played played well. I, I Some people have been down on Patton. I'm not really sure what they're watching. I don't either. I, I think he's been great, and I think he legitimately, before his time at K-State's done, I think he'll have all-conference honors. Um but size love just continued to struggle. And then the second string linebackers were even worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it just shows how we've kind of swung and missed recruiting linebackers. If there's one thing that we learned yesterday, if there's one thing we could really take away from this game, is that our twos and threes do not offer much depth at all defensively. And that's scary. It's that bad. It's bad scary. because, you know, we said it before. We said it before going into the season. At all we have to, if we want to have any remote success this year, we have to stay basically completely healthy because, you know, we had death concerns, and yesterday proved that against a very poor opponent. So I'm talking about not staying healthy. We found out after we taped our episodes last week that Denzel Goolsby's out for the year. Yeah, too. That's that's too bad. Um, he's gonna apply for hardship and. 
you know, he'll probably get it, which is, but it's unfortunate. Um, so that just leaves us with uh, talk about Elijah Sullivan. He stepped up, but I have concerns about Sullivan. There's things I really Walker. like about him, but uh, what's that? Walker. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> many Eli's on the team. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> there's there's a lot of Eli's. But no, Eli Walker. I mean, he made the hi- defensive high line, in my opinion, with that big I sound old like hit the, stick. Sound like a collegian calling. Oh yeah. Man, shout out to the Collegian continuing to call. It's still up. Dalvin, the tweet is literally still that's up. That's insane. They have, they have a tweet calling Dalvin Warmack, Elijah Sullivan. Uh, but that's weird. But, yeah, no, Walker made one of the biggest hits I've seen out of a K-State player in a long time. I enjoyed glad that. He did, glad he didn't get flagged because he did make a little bit of helmet contact. Could you imagine having to play West Virginia – without him for the first half i mean it's already going to be bad enough because he's a run first safety yeah um, he, he's made a couple plays in the passing secondary but I, I have a little bit of concern and there's only so much adams can do back there. i have huge concerns next week for for sullivan god walker sorry for walker eli i'll call him eli is that what he goes by I think yeah, that's that's what they like to say. Yeah, Eli Walker. Eli Walker. I have big concerns for him um, in the passing game. He seems to get beat fairly consistently over the top, and he because he likes to cheat. I mean, he's a he's a run first guy, so I'm I, I'm nervous about that. Um, we'll talk more about that uh, Tuesday. Uh, Parker and Shelley look fine, but again, I don't think I, mean, I think out of every spot on the field, you can't take much away from that versus UTSA. I mean, I just think it is what it is. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Secondary? Yeah, uh, yeah, secondary. Do you got anything more? And then we can... Not really. I mean, they didn't, we didn't see too much. They weren't tested necessarily tested, so we don't really have to go too much into that. Special teams, there were some good and some bad. Uh, so kicking first off Lynch, I mean, I think he's money inside 50. Yeah, we found ourselves a real accurate kicker, which is great. Um, doesn't quite have the long range, but... I'd prefer accuracy over a guy that can bomb it, yeah, sixty it, plus. If you, you can, know? if you can, I'd rather have a guy who you can depend on from forty nine and in uh, versus a guy who might be able to hit it from sixty, but it's a coin flip. Yeah, uh, anywhere on the field. Um, and then Blake Lynch's kickoffs were good. I mean, he has great hang time, and you know, three out of four times, four out of five times, the coverage is good. But once again, Lynch had to lay the wood, yeah, swinging the third leg around, and he. Uh, <laughs> And he and he had to a make weapon. a tackle. It is a weapon, but he. <laughs> I mean, we gave up like a little bit longer of a return. Um, are you concerned about that at all? Slightly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I like a guy that can kick it a little bit deeper. I feel like he's he just doesn't quite have the leg, and it it doesn't. I don't know about hang time. I thought his. I feel like we're giving return teams a little bit too much, a little bit too much space, but. I don't know. I, I trust in Sean. As long as we're not giving up a touchdown, you know, I, I haven't been too concerned with the kickoff coverage. Concerned about our returns. We haven't really even sniffed a kickoff return yet. I mean, um, we had like a nifty little return. I liked on the punt. Uh, yeah, it was like I liked a little that. fake out. Uh, but kickoff return, you're right. Um, kickoff returns have been they haven't been good, and there was like good at all. Did you see that play where was this a kick or a punt? I no, think it was, it was the a opening. I think it was the opening kickoff Ooh. where the both uh, Duke and Zuber were thinking they, they were, were right next to each other, and, and it was like no there was some confusion. Yeah, and also you know Duke fumbled. Didn't he fumble yeah, a return, he f- he fumbled, which is not great? Uh, yeah, and it's, good and bad. I mean, the return game was pretty shaky, but you know, I would like to see Warmack back there. I would like to see Warmack back there too. Over, I'd, I'd prefer Warmack over Duke. 
Oh, yeah. For no, sure. I, I agree. Duke hasn't done much in the return game bar that one punt return that got pulled back. Um, he's been a little shaky. So Yeah, I, I think it might be time to move on from Duke in that position. Um, Punting-wise, we only punted three times. Um, Rodriguez got two. Hicks got one. Hicks is supposed to be the guy who is bombing the kicks when you don't need any finesse, but he's only hitting it 35 yards. Um, at, at that point, don't don't you just want to go with Bernardo Rodriguez, who has a little bit of finesse? He can do that end-over-end kick. He can check it up. He can squib it. I, I think he's a more versatile punter, and if Hicks can only get it 35 yards, I think you should go with the guy who's a little bit more creative in how he gets it off. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, Hicks has not really fulfilled that that role of being able to get it up there with some good hang time, hit it deep. But it's early. I mean, maybe we'll see we'll see him improve a little bit throughout the year. But yeah, I kind of agree. If you're if you're not going to be able to hit it long, then go with the accuracy. Yep. All right, let's uh, grade our four keys to V real quick. Um, you had the first one. I believe you said score three offensive touchdowns. I'm giving them. I'm I'm feeling generous and well. I mean. They fulfilled I mean, it's that. A, it's I'm a giving plus. them an A+. Plus. They, yeah, I mean, they got... They got the three and more and yeah. scored, what, five offensive five touchdowns? Five offensive and touchdowns. Spread the love a little bit, and, you know, that's good for us. Yep. Um, mine was get uh, Skyler and Rhythm early. Um, I went B. Um, I think he did a good job. They, d- they did what I said. They got him going with some shorter passes early. The one thing that I want to see, and he spread the ball out more, but I think a third guy needs to, to develop. Um, when you complete as many passes as you did and you only had two guys with multiple catches, um, that's a, that's, I don't know, that seems just a little off for me. Although he did get you know seven guys involved. Um, yeah. But I'm going with a B. What, what would you say? I gave him a B plus. Um, early on, you know, we marched right down and scored, spread the ball. Like, spread the ball around nice. And like you said, started out with some short passes, which is, you know, Crucial for any quarterback, I think, to get started early. But B plus, I gave. I'm feeling generous, I guess. All right, your key to the next one was get the line. Some Not here though. <laughs> I'm giving them a D plus. Um, See, and I, I want improvement, and and we're staying consistent with decent pass coverage. But I, I'm very concerned and disappointed in the run game, and I don't think we've improved even a little bit. Throughout three games. I mean, we were poor in game one, got destroyed in game two, and not much better in the run game in game in game three. So Yeah, I went C-minus. I think the pass blocking was good. Run blocking, just poor, below average, not good. So I, I went C-minus, very close. Then the last one was total team confidence for me. I put a B. There's only so much confidence you can get in a game like this. I think we did everything that we could have asked them to do outside of establishing the run game. Uh, but I think you can only get so much confidence, but it is good. The, we needed a game like this. Otherwise, I think the season could get away from us. So now the key is really uh, just parlaying this and then staying competitive versus West Virginia. Do you have a grade for get team total confidence? I do. I, I gave us a B plus. Um, you know, we said going into the game, there's not much we can learn from playing UTSA unless it's bad, but – you know, like you said, we needed this. The guys probably enjoyed themselves. Scored forty-one points. That's good stuff. Five touchdowns on offense. B plus. I'm sure they're feeling a bit more confident, confident after that game. So give them a B plus, and uh, let's roll on into Ask Bosco question yeah, from the so Boneheads, the studs. Yeah, the the Boneheads. Uh, we love the Boneheads. It was aw- like I said, just awesome to hang out with y'all. 
uh, this past game. So let's get to them. Remember, always use the hashtag AskBosco on Twitter. Also, be looking for us on Reddit, Wabash Cannonball, and a couple of those crazy Facebook groups. Um, but the first one comes from at K. What concerns that you had about this team were reduced or went away because of this game? I, I What I'm saying is almost none. Um, I, I'm glad that we got some confidence, but there's nothing that happened in this game that basically uh, lessens my worry or you know banishes my concern about the team. So I, I'm saying... Same. I mean, we've touched on it a lot you know we've said it a lot today and nothing's really reduced for me just UTSA wasn't very good but it was nice to see us put it on somebody and you know maybe iron out some kinks but <laughs> we got some big tests coming up so and that that parlays uh, very well into Mike Smith M-I-K 35 M-I-T-H the spoiler king doing work <laughs> also at doing work also asks a similar question does today's game say more about K-State's improvement or how much of a lesser team UTSA was I think it's just a lesser team UTSA again um, we played better we did improve but I think UTSA legitimately is the worst team on our schedule, and it's not even close. I agree. Uh, we said that going into the season that they were going to be the worst team we played, um, and it's you know there's just not much to learn. We're going to learn once we hit the Big Twelve and start running those games. But it was nice to see. It was nice to have a comfortable win for once. Yes, for once this year. That is nice. Um, Brett Morey won, who came by, and he was at the tailgate. Um, thanks for coming by, Brett. He asked, do you think the play calling was better today? It sure seemed like things worked better uh, than they have the last couple weeks. Again, I think you guys are picking up on the theme of the show. I think it had more to do with UTSA not having the dudes, um, and you know, and we were able to expose that. that all that being said, we, we, we talked about it in the offensive segment. We liked using the middle of the field in the passing game, some shorter passes, some spreading it out. Um, you know, giving Dalvin some uh, a few more carries, uh, so I do think it might have gotten a little better. But I do think the bigger thing is UTSA. I agree. Um, I hate to just say I agree every time, but um, yeah, I, I really did enjoy watching Skyler distribute the ball like across the field laterally and you know across the middle. Um, I like when there were some sets I I'd like to see when when Warmack and uh, Barnes are in the backfield together. We usually find some pretty good success there. That was I think when Warmack had his longest run. Barnes was in the back, and uh, I don't know. I'd like to see that a little bit more. But again, UTSA is just really really bad. So let's see what we can do next week in Morgantown. Uh, at Banner ninety five had a similar question, but it's the second part of this that I really want to touch on. Uh, did the coaching staff? find some identity with finally going with Skyler. Also, will we ever use Warmack? He needs two to three touches per drive. Um, I'll touch on one, two, three. Um, are they going to find some identity with Skyler? I hope so, but again, that's going to come with a couple more games. I'm hoping we see a surprise with uh, Skyler. Um, will we use Warmack? I mean, he got five touches, so that's good. Uh, he And then he says two to three touches per drive. That might be a little heavy, but I mean, I do want to see him maybe get one per drive. I think he is our biggest unused weapon that we've had in a really long time. I don't know if we've found an offensive identity quite yet, but giving Skyler this consistency and giving Skyler more snaps is going to help us find our identity much quicker than it will when we're playing the the quarterback roulette bull crap. I won't cuss today. 
It's, we, it's a have Sunday. Have we not cussed? I don't think so. Ooh. We might not have to check the explicit box this week. <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, I agree. Uh, two to three touches for drive might be a little heavy, but I do want to see Warmack used more. I'd like to see him touch a ball every time we're on offense at least once. Try to get him into open space. The guy's shifty. He's got speed. I really like him, but I think we're going to start seeing an identity here pretty I- soon. Fulfilling that. All right, final question from who I'm going to anoint the King Bonehead, SL Keck. Uh He he was awesome. I really you know check out his band Betty the Astron uh, Spotify. We love this guy. He was a lot of fun hanging out with him. He repped the uh, Bosco's Boys tank top with the K State fan as well. Um, check out our Twitter account for a great picture with those two. But he asked going forward, what percentage of snaps should we go with with Skyler versus Dalton? Me. 99 to 1. Um, I used to think that we need a Dalton package. I thought he was a weapon. He has not shown it at all this season. At this point, I just don't think you – there's no point in it. Skyler is, has been our most consistent runner, uh, not only of the quarterbacks, but including running backs this season. Um, there's no need to go with Dalton if that's going to be the case. What say you? Uh, I, I, mean, I may assume – how many snaps did – uh, Delton get yesterday. I assume it's going to look similar to what we saw today, but I, I don't know. I mean, at this point, I kind of imagine everything is going to go through Skyler unless injury or we're up big and there's a reason. I don't. I don't want to shoehorn him in because you're right. I mean, Skyler's a bit. Maybe even he's not a better runner, but he's just as capable. I mean, he's he might performed be better. Yeah. He. I mean, he's performed better, if not. Yeah, I mean, the same, if not better, especially this season. But, I mean, it's all got to go through Skyler at this point. There's no reason. <laughs> There's really no reason to put in put in Delton anymore. I, yeah. did, well, you, did you ask this question? Did I just not hear you ask uh, the one from Wabash, Cannonball? Oh, wow, woof. I am so sorry. I do not want to. I'll ask this one. Yes, you ask this it. This is from uh, our we, Wabash Cannonball. We love the Wabash Cannonball. It's uh, the... K-State, new K-State subreddit started by uh, Greg. Go follow Greg. It's Gregory Hauser 3 on Twitter, I believe. No, he's Big House Greg now. Oh, sorry. Big House Greg. Big House Greg. Come on, Greg. Who do you think you are? Um, this is from Powercat Ryan. Now that Bill seems to have settled on a quarterback, do you see this offense evolving to Thompson's skill set? Yeah, and I think it fits in with what we were saying. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it. the offense doesn't need to evolve. We have this in the offensive set. Um, but I do think we will see the team evolve to that style. I think we're going to see – I think it just opens more up with Skyler being the guy, and I think – I expect a similar offense to kind of like when we had Jake here at quarterback. We don't have quite as prolific of a passing game, obviously, but, you know, it just – Jake was a great passer, and it, so Skyler is just going to open up that that um, part of the playbook that we'll be able to access now and – like like we said, it was a good segue. Those those two kind of go together perfectly. It's we're gonna see Skyler's identity. Skyler put his his thumbprint on on this team now, and I'm excited going forward. I mean, there's a lot to be, not be excited about, but if there is one thing to be excited about, it's I think Skyler's our guy now, and we're gonna see him grow up before our eyes this season. 
I 100% agree. And then uh, we're going to finish the episode with our game awards, our game balls and swagger stickers. But as always, those are sponsored by MyBookie. Remember to visit MyBookie online today. That is M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use our new promo code BOYS25. Now, not only do you get a 100% match on up to $1,000, but then you get an extra 25 bucks. So if you put down 1000 bucks. You're going to have 2025 to play with. And you know what? I say you put all of those on the Chiefs to beat Pittsburgh, which it, kickoff happens in 12 minutes. I'm kidding. Uh, we never beat Pittsburgh. Don't ever listen to what I say when it comes to betting advice. But the game balls, you know how it goes. We'll go Grant, then me. We're going to go offense, and you can sub in a special teams player. Then we're going, going to go defense. You can sub in a special teams player. Then we have a swagger sticker. Not one person can award an award to a guy twice, but, you know, if Grant goes with someone for offense, I can give him my swagger sticker. Y'all know the rules. Grant, kick us off. Who's getting your offensive game ball? I always forget about this part, and I always have to do it <laughs> off the top of my head. So offensively, I'm going to go with Mr. Isaiah Zuber. Um, had a pretty massive game, seven receptions, 144 yards, two touchdowns, and a 72-yard bomb where he pulled away from the D. Absolutely, both touchdowns just left his guy in the dust. And so I'm going with Mr. Zuber. He had a great day on offense. That's my offensive game ball. And because you do it off the cuff, that means I always have to come prepare yep. too for everyone. <laughs> but I did come prepare my offensive game ball. It's going to our guy, Skylar Thompson. Led the team in rushing. He had one of his one of, if not his best games passing of his career. He got the ball to seven guys. He scored twice through the air, one through through run. Um, just a great game. Uh, we'll go to defense, Grant. Who's getting your defensive game ball? I'm going with uh, Mr. Wyatt Hubert. Ooh, yes. Um, yeah, he had a good game off the edge. Uh, no sacks, but he got a lot of pressure. He only had three tackles, but, you know, if you're not looking at, looking at the, st the stats, the statistics of the game, um, you know, he had a great game. He's been really our most reliable guy on the D-line getting pressure. So it's nice to see out of the young man. So that's my game, my defensive game ball to Mr. Hubert. I'm going with Eli Walker, um, just laying the wood, that hit stick. Uh, I got up out of my chair. I uh, was hooting and hollering. I want to see more of that as the games go on. Um, hopefully he becomes reliable in the past game. But, I mean, he's talented. He brings the wood. He brings the swagger. He, he brings, brings energy. I like that. Uh, I love that a lot. So uh, we'll, let's wrap it up. Swagger stickers. Grant, who you got? Eli Walker. Hey, he's hey, my swaggy. Hey, hey. For obviously, just for that one play, the hit. I mean, everyone saw that coming, too, a mile away. You could just see him coming like a heat-seeking missile. I love Eli Walker. I hope I love him even more after next week. And mine's going to go to Zuber. I think he's gotten a swagger sticker almost in every single uh, week. He's uh, going to get a lot of game balls. Uh, yeah, game balls and swagger stickers. stickers. Uh you know he 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 just he bring, he's that guy on offense for us. You know he brings the emotion, he brings the swagger. He's gonna get in your face. I love it. I love uh, Zuber. We're gonna need some big plays from him next week. Um, but yeah, so that so that ends it again. Thanks to everyone for coming out to the tailgate. Be on the lookout for our West Virginia preview show. Uh, should be releasing late Tuesday, early Wednesday. Um, we love you guys, Grant. Take us out. Um, we do love you guys. Do we want to talk about the Big 12 at all? 
Texas got the win. Yeah, are I, Texas back? Uh, I, no, I, I I don't, I don't know. If Texas so. is back. They, they, they did well. Um, I, I, I at first I was gonna hold a spot for the beginning and you know praise yeah. the Big Twelve, but TC lost, so I was just gonna I tell ignore you what, it. TCU lost, but I learned a lot about TCU. I think they're really freaking good. I mean, they look super talented, super athletic. Um, I think they might be a player. I don't know. Oh, I think so. I think I think they're the third best team. Um, I wish we wish we could have seen West Virginia play. I think they're the real deal. KU putting the hurt down on Rutgers. Um, Baylor getting the hurt put on them, and that's all right by me. It's um, a good week for us. Yeah. So how our uh, picks go? I, our picks talk, didn't go very well. We talked about it in the preview episodes. I okay, wish you preview episode. That that's stuff. right. Okay. Well, guys, thanks for coming out to the tailgate. We love you. <laughs> love you. Uh, thanks for listening. Meet me at the Cathead. <laughs>
Sports Social Podcast Network.